T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one... They're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. From the lakefront to the riverfront, this is where Wisconsin sports fans come to talk. The Bill Michael Show. Now, here's your host, Bill Michaels. Day and welcome on this Black Friday, and uh, boy, it was crowded at the gym today. I'll tell you that everybody trying to work off the the feast from yesterday, and uh, you know the oddity is there's Black Friday goes on everywhere. Okay, uh, whatever retail outlet you happen to be a part of, or in front of, or driving around at this particular point in time, Black Friday. I mean, it's a tradition for some people to go out and torture themselves by running through malls or running through big box stores or whatever. And I'm sure there's some type of social distancing, and it's weird this year, but it is what it is. But I have never in my life, (laughs) never in my life, and I don't know why. So if anybody knows, tell me why. So I got up this morning to go to the gym, and my gym is across the street, uh, across the parking lot from a Woodman's, okay? And I get up, and this is like uh, 7 this morning. And I get up this morning, and I go to the gym, and as I'm coming through and around the parking lot of Woodman's, I'm looking at a line of people, and I'm thinking, okay, there's got to be a run on something, you know? And, and I'm thinking, what is it? You know, are they doing some kind of great big after Thanksgiving turkey sale for a dollar or something? People are coming in and getting birds. And then I realized it's at the liquor store. <laughs> Who does Black Friday sales at the liquor store? So that's what I saw this morning. I saw it had to be, God, there was at least 40 people in line standing outside the liquor store this morning. And this was like at 7 in the morning at, at the Woodman's this morning. So uh, I have never seen a Black Friday sale at a liquor store. But I guess it happens. You know, hey, maybe they need to, you know, unload all that turkey-flavored rum chata or something. I, I don't know. I'm just making stuff up. But it, it was uh, it was pretty funny this morning. So uh, anyway, we had uh, the privilege or the uh, the sadomasochism, uh, depending on which side of the fence you fall upon, of watching those two awful games yesterday. <laughs> oh my goodness! Uh, not good football. Not good football at all. It was uh, the Detroit Lions. I said this yesterday. Should we just petition the NFL to say, Can "You please"? And I get it. It's it's tradition for Detroit. And if you're a Detroit Lions fan, maybe that's all you got to hang on to. But your team and your franchise sucks. They're, they're awful. They should no longer, until they get, uh, a, say, a nine-win season under their belt, they should not be allowed on Thanksgiving any longer. 
They shouldn't. They just they, they just need to go away. Until they actually become a, a viable franchise, they should not be on Thanksgiving anymore. Until you get a nine-win season, you should not be allowed back on, on Thanksgiving. It's painful. It's, it's just awful, awful, terrible, terrible football. It just is. Um, and you, you're probably not far behind when it comes to the Dallas Cowboys. At least the Cowboys have been viable in recent history. But, uh, but the Cowboys, how do you just th- – that game just fell apart. Now, granted, their strength and condition, conditioning coach had passed away uh, on Wednesday, and I understand there's kind of a pall over that team, but that, 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 was a, that was a poor game. And Mike McCarthy did Mike McCarthy things. You know, at one point you're looking at third and long or third and short, and they're going long, and they're empty backfield, five wides. You know, you've got Ezekiel Elliott, and I know he fumbled the football, but you know you don't really go back to him. You only ran the ball to Zeke Elliott five times. You, yes, you lost some offensive linemen, and Zach Martin's a huge loss, but you know, it, it just just the same old same old. You know, with a team that just can't execute, Andy Dalton is just not that good. You thought that when they picked him up to back up Dak. That if Dak went down, you'd at least be quality. And and Andy Dalton is a, a a second slow, you know, a pump fake slow on throwing the football to an open receiver. So everything everything you pretty much thought about the Cowboys, it all was right there on display for you yesterday. Um, I was with some friends who are Cowboys fans, and it was just <laughs> just a level of frustration. They're sitting there debating yesterday at dinner. Uh, about whether or not they should change teams, and if so, who should their fandomonium be for? You know? Okay, let's pick a new team. It's been a lifetime of just blech. So, anyway, uh, I thought that was pretty funny. But So, yesterday we were treated to a, a antiseptic Macy's Day, Thanksgiving Day parade uh, and two just crappy football games, no evening football game. I ended up – I went to bed last night about 8.30. That's what, that's what kind of a day it was. So that was uh, that was yesterday. There you have it. So today, so d- today, um, I-, I wanted to ask a couple of different things, okay? One, we're going to talk some Packers and Bears, okay? It's the Friday before Packers and Bears contest, Sunday night football, that kind of good stuff. That's upcoming. Um, but we're going to get into that discussion as far as things that you feel need to happen for the Packers to get a win in this contest. Some keys. We'll talk about keys. Uh, and I'll give you mine coming up. But then, for those of you, and I'm not, I am not going to do the debate of live Christmas tree versus artificial Christmas tree. Why? Because I have both. But at what point, at what point do you purchase and or decorate your live Christmas tree? Some people do it as a tradition on Thanksgiving. We used to go, when I was a kid, um, my, my mom and dad, we used to do it. Uh, in the evening on Thanksgiving. That was the tradition. We would go have Thanksgiving dinner, and then after the fact, uh, we would then go to – my dad had a friend of his out in Indiana who had a, a great big, you know, farm, and he had land, and, you know, and he also planted trees. Uh, but you would find these pine trees. We would go into the woods, the old traditional Christmas way. You'd go into the woods, you'd take a saw and an axe, and down would go the Christmas tree. But it became <laughs> – it became the, the the term of G damn it. <laughs> it just did. Damn it, God, you know. And it was it was just arguing my mom and dad. 
over what tree, you know, it, this didn't have enough around it. And you'd see one tree and then a bunch of giant trees and then another tree and then a bunch of giant trees. And it wasn't full yet or it didn't get sun on one side. So one side, and you just turn it towards a window. And it just... I just remember as a kid, I think there was more arguing about it. And then the one year my dad tied it to the roof of the car, and it flew off on the way home. And it got hit. So, I mean, it was just it was this this just comedy of errors more often than not. My dad would come home and stick it in that old stand. You know, you remember those old stands, those old metal stands, and they were all rusty, and then finally they'd rust through, and then there was a leak on the floor. Damn it! You know, and you put, instead of buying a new one, you put a bowl under it. <laughs> that type of thing. So I want to know at what point, excuse me, at what point do you buy and decorate your live tree? Now, if you cut it down versus buying a pre-cut one, um, you know, you you... If you have a pre-cut one, it's already been cut, and it's probably cut weeks ago. So do you go by that? Do you go, you know, so at what point do you put up a live tree? What point do you do it? So there you go. Uh, anyway, uh, 855-830-8648, 855-830-8648. If you want to give us a shout, by all means, go ahead and do so again, 855-830-8648. You can find us over on Twitter, at Bill underscore Michaels, at Bill underscore Michaels, uh, at Radio Joe Sports, at Evan Heff 25. You can find me on the Facebook fan page. Go to Facebook.com slash The Bill Michaels Show. By the way, when we come back, I will give you the update for those of you. And I uh, apparently the Facebook Live that I did uh, the other night on Wednesday night um, got a lot of reception. Unfortunately, it was only a minute and a half, two minutes long, and I will explain what happened when we come back uh, because I have received a lot, a lot of uh, emails and texts and and tweets and, and such, both Facebook and, and my email box uh, regarding this, and I'll explain what I'm talking about when we come back. But uh, nevertheless, uh, that's it. So uh, we're kind of setting things up today. It's just a weird day. It's a Black Friday day where I the, the Black Friday lines that I saw today were outside the liquor store. And maybe we just that, – that's that's 2020. You know, that's 2020. You know, you don't go to – you don't go to Von Mar, you don't go to Macy's, you don't go to the malls, to Best Buy, you don't go to the Apple Store. No, you go to the liquor store because 2020 has just flat out sucked. <laughs> so if 2020 were a football team, it would either be the Jets or the Lions. You know what I mean? <laughs> so it is what it is. Uh, 855-830-8648, 855-830-8648. Go ahead and hit us up and uh, and we'll chat when we come back, this portion of the program brought to you by our friends at Bud Light. Bud Light Seltzer as well, unquestionably good in many different flavors. Cranberry, grapefruit, pineapple, and strawberry flavors. Go to BudLight.com for all of it. we got a lot more of the Bill Michaels Show. We'll get your thoughts. We'll talk about Christmas trees. I'll tell you what's going on after the after the Facebook Live on Wednesday night. We'll talk about keys to the Packers win over a Bears uh, team this coming Sunday night. we got all that coming up next on the Bill Michaels Show. 16 stations strong. The Bill Michaels Sports Talk Network. Come, my lady. Come, come, my lady. You're my butterfly. Sugar, baby. Come, my lady. Come, come, my lady. You're my butterfly. Sugar, baby. Such a sexy, sexy, pretty little thing. Welcome back to the program, the Bill Michael Show. We continue on this portion of the program, uh, brought to you by our good friends 
uh, over there at the Van Horn Automotive Group. they got a cyber sale going on right now through the end of next week. Hundreds of vehicles marked down from Van Horn locations all throughout Wisconsin and in Iowa. You can shop them all from one place. That's VanHornAuto.com. VanHornAuto.com. Create your deal online. Set up an appointment. Plus, Van Horn's going to offer no payments for 90 days. How about that? Enjoy seasonal service specials as well. Tires and brakes and a whole lot more. Plus, they even finance the service so you can get uh, 12 months as a zero percent apr up to two thousand dollars on service financing and don't forget the van horn automotive home with a 90-day test drive and free oil changes for life with every vehicle purchased and remember um you can also uh van horn uh, everybody there is an owner with a vested interest in your complete satisfaction so go to vanhornauto.com for all the details about the Van Horn Auto Cyber Sale. You can hurry in because you know why? It ends next Saturday. Just go to VanHornAuto.com. That's VanHornAuto.com. And uh, check out those good people over there. I've done it now four different occasions. Go to VanHornAuto.com. So we're talking about uh, this weekend. Uh, the Green Bay Packers getting ready to take on the Chicago Bears. And uh, I want to get to your thoughts on what need, what needs to happen in this contest. And a little bit of an update. I had a couple people at, reach out to me and ask me about Marquez Valdez-Scantling. Yes, he showed up on the injury report. He has got uh, a, a, an Achilles injury, a sore Achilles, whatever you want to call it. Uh, but he was limited in practice. So, which is not good because you already have Marquez Valdez-Scantling, or excuse me, uh, Devontae Adams, who was ailing as well. So, uh You've got, you know, uh, quite a few guys that are on that report. Uh, Devontae Adams with the ankle injury uh, did not participate yesterday in practice, which could be just one of those precautionary things. It's, you know, they do that. They'll do, uh, they'll install a lot of stuff on uh, their Wednesday practices. And then on Thursday, they'll give some guys off uh, just to be able to, you know, kind of recoup, so to speak, and take that time off. And then they'll put them back in on Friday for walkthroughs and what have you. And then Saturday, they're, you know, pretty much ready to go. Uh, 855-830-8648, 855-830-8648. But you got Equinemia St. Brown, who's got a knee injury. He's been limited. Marquez Valdez-Scantling is limited with the Achilles issue. So you've got uh, your three wide. Alan Lazard, obviously, is limited because of he's still coming back from his core injury. So you've got guys that are limited right now in many different facets that uh, when it comes to the receiving core uh, of the Green Bay Packers. 855-830-8648, 855-830-8648. You want to chime in, feel free to go ahead and do so again. 855-830-8648. Let's go to Derek, our buddy Derek, listening to, uh, to us in Albany on the Radio.com app. Derek, how you doing, man? Hey, Bill, I listen to you faithfully. I've called you from my kitchen table when I was working uh, from home some, but I'm back in Albany working today. Um, oh, good. You know, my, my take... My my take on the game, Bill, was that you know I thought it would be a matter of getting the quarterback off the spot, but now you you mentioned MVS having the Achilles injury. That's a very tricky injury. I I got a feeling he's not playing. So, boy, this really really limits you. I mean, it, we know the cliches of football: run the football, stop the run. We have to run in this game because I think our passing attack is going to be limited. And I want to, I mentioned to your screener, um, I have a thought of why our defense isn't what it can be, and I think it's the same problem for most teams. Number one is conditioning, Bill. I know you've probably broached the subject before, but, hey, when you played uh, high school football and I played high school football, we beat the crap out of each other. We had two-a-days back in the 70s, and we really hit all day. Now, I'm not recommending they do that anymore like we used to do it, but still, I think the conditioning is lacking because the defense comes out on fire, and then the second half they just wilt. 
And I think mm-hmm. that's the case for a lot of teams. And secondly, Bill, without the fans, without that juice, without the enthusiasm, even if the fans are rooting against you, it fires you up. Right. No, I completely agree with that. The problem is that when you're facing another team and there aren't fans there, everybody's on the even playing field. When it comes in, and, and Derek, I, I understand what you're saying about the hitting. The one thing you can't do anymore is hit as much as you want because it, it's, it's written into the collective bargaining agreement with the Players Association. You just simply can't. I mean, that's part of the problem. And I agree with you. When they save it for spe- uh, specific times to really hit and beat up on one, one another, there's two things to that. One, it does create a conditioning. It creates a physical conditioning of, of the ability to exert yourself and hit. Two, it also teaches you. It teaches you the ability to hit and be hit. Muscle memory. You know, think about it this way. How many times, if you work out, you work out, you lift, you do your arms, you do your back, you do your traps, you do all the different stuff that you're supposed to do, you know, and then you hit the cardio machine, and then you do the machine that's kind of like, uh, you know, the cross-country skier, right? And you got your arms moving, your legs are moving, and your body's moving, right? Okay, why well, work out? That's great. You got, you got a lot of energy, you expel a lot of energy, you burn a lot of calories, you look good, you're fit. But then let's just say, I don't know, maybe you're going to go out and you're going to chop wood. Because you're going to, you know, bring some wood in for the winter, right? You got an old tree, it fell down, you're going to go out and chop that wood or you're going to go split the wood. And then you do that. The next day you wake up, you're sore as hell. Okay, you're in good shape. You work out, you lift, you got good muscles, but now you're using everything differently. You've never done that type of workout before, or at least have not done it in a long time. Your body's not used to it. That's the reason you're sore. Same thing with hitting. Now, this deep into the season, you're pretty much used to it. But I agree with you early on. And the fact is, the bottom line is this, when you don't hit and you don't go full bore and you only have limited opportunities to do it uh, in a game, you are either good at it because you have a will to do it and it's a mindset and you want to go out there and kick somebody's ass and run through them, or you do just enough to get by because you don't want to be hit and you don't want to hit. Tackling is a will. Tackling is a thought. Tackling is a heart. You know, you, you're taught run through somebody. You don't want to, you don't want to tackle them. You want to take them down. And there's a difference to that. You know, now you got to be smart. You got to, you can't be overly aggressive. You got to take good angles. You got to, and when you, here's the thing, when you don't hit, hang on, grab, grab something, grab a Jersey, grab a pant leg, grab an ankle, hang on. Cause the cavalry's coming. And they'll take them down. You don't see enough of that. You see a lot of one-arm tackles where somebody runs through it, and then they just don't hang on. 855-830-8648. This one here is from uh, Jason. And, Jason, this is what I alluded to going into the break. He said, uh, I think for the Packers to win this game, they've got to be able to run the football. It's not going to be easy to do against a very good front that the Chicago Bears have. But I believe that's where this game is going to be won. Uh, What happened to Elmo? So for those on Wednesday night that were watching my Facebook Live, I do Facebook Live before we do the Bud Light Huddle, the Bill Michaels Huddle, on, on usually on Thursday nights, but this was Wednesday night because of Thanksgiving. So I had to do a very um, generic one, and I did it in my car outside of the vet's office. Um, and for those that follow me know that Elmo has cancer, and it has busted through the skin and it has become a rather large tumor. And for a long time, you just couldn't operate on a dog that was 14 years old and such, and I didn't have a lot of choices. Well, now I'm out of choices. So I uh, took him to the vet's office and just to see if there's anything we can do. 
he's not in pain. Uh, he plays. He's and it, you know, on one hand, it's an easy decision at the age of 14 to put a dog down if they're really really suffering. I, I I wouldn't like it, but I at least have enough of a heart and an understanding to be able to do that. Okay, but he's not. He's he likes to play. He hangs with me. He's right here every day. I say let's go to work, and he comes up with me, and he's right with me. And then after work, we go run in the fields and all that kind of stuff. I take him and Mickey out all the time. So he's not a dog that's ailing. So I took him to the vet's office, and so what the ultimate outcome was is that there, there aren't choices left. It, the, the tumor has to be removed. It's gotten so big that, and just a quick explanation, is that the tumor draws so much blood as it grows that the skin around the tumor is beginning to die, and it is, is causing problems. Um, not to mention, uh, without getting too gross, uh, the smell is not good, uh, if you've ever smelled decaying flesh. So Elmo is not suffering, but he certainly is living with this, and I can't have him live in a cone the rest of his life. So we made the decision that um, it, it's we're going to attempt surgery. So um, there's a few more weeks before the surgery. He's going to go through a couple of different things, um, blood panels and stuff like that. But, uh, but I'm gonna I'm gonna take him in on Monday the 14th, um, and we got a very competent vet, uh, Dr. Yilly, who is a fantastic vet and physician out in uh, Elmbrook Veterinary Clinic, uh, and has done so much wonderful work. He was the one that uh, did Elmo's cancer surgery last time. Um, you know, they do great, great, great work there, and they're so caring, and they treat your dogs like, you know, you want to treat your dogs. And I love that about them. But uh, so I'm going to take Elmo in on the 14th, and he believes that he can get 95%, if not more, of this tumor. And because the skin has been stretched out so much that they can, you know, suture it back together. And being 14 years of age, you wouldn't expect Elmo. Uh, God love him, but you wouldn't expect him to live, you know, three, four more years. So for this tumor to start all over again, it would take probably three to four more years for this thing to get as big as it is now. Uh, therefore, he would be able to live with whatever's there pretty much the rest of his life, and he should be able to live that way comfortably if, indeed, the surgery is successful. Uh, but a dog that's 14 years of age that's already had major surgeries, it is a dicey proposition. So I'm going to spend my time with Elmo. Uh, me, him, and Mickey, and we're going to decorate our house for Christmas, and we're going to say that the best Christmas gift of all would be that he comes through the surgery okay, and uh, and that would be that would be fantastic. That way, he would only have to be in a comb probably the next cup, maybe a week, week and a half after the surgery, and maybe by Christmas or Christmas Day, we can finally take the cone off of him. So that would be my hope. So best case scenario say a couple of prayers for him but uh but yeah you, you, everybody knows that's ever followed me on facebook or anything like that you know i love my dogs i love animals and uh so hopefully uh so hopefully he uh he pulls through but that's that's what happened and i was waiting for the vet to call me because when you go to the vet's office you're not allowed in because of covid you can't go in so i had dropped him off and you have to sit outside in the parking lot and wait that's where i was doing the facebook live and uh, and that's when the, the vet called, and so people were wanting to know what happened to Elmo. So that's what happened. And uh, so cross your fingers, say a prayer, he should be good. Hopefully. Hopefully. I, I'm looking at it optimistically. I can't think about the opposite side of things, to be perfectly honest with you. Uh, 855-830-8640. When we come back, 
Going to hear from the quarterback, Aaron Rodgers, and his thoughts as he spoke to the media, and uh, we'll get his thoughts coming into this contest. Also, you got a couple of local teams get off to a, a good start as the college basketball season is underway. Coming up in the next hour, Ryan Wood of the Green Bay Press Gazette's going to be here. And don't forget, start getting your fantasy football questions to us. Kate Majuk, our fantasy football expert from ballblastfootball.com and rotoworld.com under the hashtag AskKate. Uh, you can hit us up on Twitter, and also we'll take your phone calls bottom of the next hour as well. we got Eric Branchek that's going to be here, heads of plays of the week today. Also, Mike Clemens, our Green and Gold Insider, is going to be here, and we've got Buyer Sellback. So we got a lot coming up. Stay tuned. More of the Bill Michael Show with Aaron Rodgers, and you're going to hear what he has to say coming up next. Everywhere in Wisconsin, the Bill Michaels Sports Talk Network. We're glad you are here. Welcome to a Black Friday edition of the Bill Michaels Show. Hey, it's time for the fan, our uh, flagship station out of Milwaukee. It's the 14th annual toy drive benefiting Children's Wisconsin, presented by Annex Wealth Management. And we know it's virtual. You know, you can still pick up a toy from Blaine's Farm and Fleet. I think they have, and i got to get uh, specifics on this, but I believe they have some donation boxes there if you want to pick up a, a toy. But uh, if you would like to make, uh, for those of you that uh, are listening to us on the network, want to make a donation and a monetary donation to help us help the kids, you can go to 1250 AM The Fan. That's 1250 AM The Fan. Click the Toy Drive link and uh, let us, you know, uh, you know, help the kids, uh, all of us together. Help us help the kids, I guess might be the best way to put it. But uh, it's just brought to you by some really great people, our friends at Current Electric. Like I've said, I, I just rave about Current Electric. I, I can't say enough about them, the, the work they've done in my home. And my friends over at Skipper Buds, uh, Todd and the gang over there out in Pewaukee, they're great people. And I've got my boat right now up in uh, Wausau at uh, Dwayne's Place from Dwayne's Cover It All in Wausau, who does such amazing work. Uh, but as soon as it's done, I'm going to take it back out to, to Skipper Buds and have them finish. Because right now it's inside, so I'm good. But uh, have them winterize it, and I'm going to store it there, and then they take care of it and get it ready for summer. They do great work. So uh, thanks to our great sponsors for uh, coming together and helping us help the kids. But we can't do any of this without you. So if you can do that, go to 1250amthefan.com and click on the Toy Drive link and help us help the kids not only this holiday season but throughout the entire year. We really, really, really need your help, Uh, especially this year. I mean, 2020 has just sucked, let's be honest. Uh, Aaron Rodgers. Addressed the media, and one of the things that he talked about uh, is that, uh, you know, him and Brett Favre, they've been uh, in Green Bay for 28 years since 1992. The Bears have gone through 34 quarterbacks in that same time period. Think about that. Here's yeah, Aaron it's, been, uh, it's been fun to carry on the tradition uh, in Green Bay uh, of the great players that played uh, quarterback, um, obviously following a legend in Brett getting to know really well the late Bart Starr. A lot of guys in between that who were really good players. Um, I've gotten to know Magic a little bit over the years. He's always been really supportive. Um, Len Dickey, obviously, had a, had a really nice run there for a while. Um, it's a tough position to, to draft, to scout, and then you never know exactly what you're going to get from a leadership standpoint, 
you know, I've always said from the time I was drafted, the things I felt like separated me from other players is the things you can't really measure. You know, it's a competitive drive. It's dealing with adversity. It's presence, moxie, toughness. A lot of things you don't have. You don't have analytics for those things. And you can, you know, think you got the perfect guy uh, many times and you just never quite know how that person's going to deal with adversity, how they're going to deal with injuries, how they're going to deal with their teammates, how they're going to deal with off the field adversity, in the locker room adversity, uh, in the meeting room adversity, uh, confidence wise. Um, there's a lot that goes into playing this position. Um, and, and I'm fortunate to be a part of a great group playing right now. I think it's a great time for the NFL with a lot of, uh, you know, older guys, uh, you know, I put myself in that, you know, soon to be over 37 category, just played against Phillip, obviously having a good year. And Ben, you know, they're undefeated. Uh, Tom and Drew. Uh, and then a great young group of guys, you know, led by the back-to-back MVPs. Uh, with Lamar and Pat, you know, I think it's a really good time for quarterbacks right now. But at the same time, it's tough to, you know, tough to find that guy. When you get him, you got to hold on to him. He also talks about uh, how he had made the comments regarding trying to create a sense of normalcy. Uh, Derek, who called just a little while ago from New York, we were talking with him, and he said, you know, hey, it could be the, you know, things playing at home and not in front of fans, not, you know, you want energy. Aaron Rodgers said, look, we'd like to hear, even though we're going to have a few fans in the stands, we would like to hear, you know, things like roll out the barrel and some of the things that they play. Uh, will they be hearing that? Did, did he talk to the scoreboard crew about playing certain things, uh, you know, on Sunday night? I am a big fan of roll out the barrel. I can't say that the sentiment is echoed by every one of our coaches and players. I'm one of the old guys, so I enjoy the traditions like that. I hope they do that. I hope they put up the beer races. I uh, hope we can get more than five or 600 down the stretch uh, fan-wise. But, shoot, it's going to be nice having anybody in the stands besides uh, John Kuhn, which he meant he, you know, I did want to mention he reached out to me and said he would not be taking his shirt off for the games regardless of temperature or money that uh, myself and Tausch might be able to put together for them to do that. So I didn't want to pass that along. So again, sometimes you can throw up a softball like that, and you never know what kind of answer you're going to get from me. So I, I hope that uh, answered your question. Then you've got uh, what they can do because the turnovers became prevalent against the Colts. Uh, you can't turn the ball over, even though this is a craptastic offense that the, the Bears are coming into town with. Their defense is very capable of turning the ball over numerous times. What can they do to avoid this? I just think you keep doing the same thing. If the process works, you keep doing it. You know, the way I've played over the years is is uh, is I take care of the football. So it's uh, it's a rarity uh, when you have games like that. Obviously, we had a turnover on special teams, but um, you know, we obviously had the exchange and then an interception, um, which you know seem to be rarities, uh, and then a fumble uh, right there in the overtime. So, look, uh, we've we've done a good job. Numbers seem to equal themselves out over the years, over the games. Uh, we're still, you know, less than a turnover a game, uh, which is where we want to be on offense. Uh, defense seems to be, you know, getting the ball away. Um, you know, they did a good job on, on Sunday. So we got to keep playing like that. This is a tough opponent who does a good job of raking at the football. So we got to make sure we're, uh, you know, we're locked and loaded with our fundamentals. He was asked about, uh, remember, he was talking about Nathaniel Hackett and how much he enjoys Nathaniel Hackett and then, they were talking about different television uh, series and such, and he was asked if he was binge-watching The Mandalorian with uh, Nathaniel Hackett. Yeah, Hack's a crazy fan. He, he, you know, you guys you guys got to ask him about his uh, 
his Disney obsession too, him and his family. <laughs> He's got some great stories. One in particular about a daddy dash that happened that was pre the rules that they changed because before, I'll let him tell you the whole story at some point if you ask him, but before, you know, you, you could get there at the start of the, when the gates open and it's like a mad dash uh, to whatever ride you want to get to. First in line, obviously, is the position you want. And just imagining the type of bodies that were, you know, competing against Hackett, who, you know, uh, he's he's fit. He, you know, he played the UC Davis. Uh, you know, his weight, you know, can go up and down a little bit. But overall, he's a pretty fit guy. You know, seeing him going against some of those uh, other dads, uh, you know, I definitely would, uh, would bet on him winning that. But uh, some good stories before. Now, I guess they changed the policy where you, you, you can fast walk, but you, you can't get into a, any type of trot. So um, I haven't been watching The Mandalorian. Uh, have not been watching a ton of TV, just kind of a, a personal decision, I think, at this point, just to um, eliminate some uh, distractions, you know, social media, uh, you know, I have some obligatory posts I have to do, but I'm really, uh, you know, just trying to uh, do a little bit of less of that, a little more focus on uh, uh, relaxing and reading, uh, not trying to be stimulated at all times. I think in this culture, we're, we kind of crave that uh, uh, constant stimulation. I've been trying to kind of turn my brain off a little bit and and uh, kind of quiet my mind. So I haven't been watching a lot of TV. He was asked because the nominations came out. You would assume that Charles Woodson is a first ballot Hall of Famer, but another guy that's been knocking at the door for quite some time has been Leroy Butler. And he was asked about both being nominated as semifinalists to the Pro Football Hall of Fame. Yeah, I mean, I'll start with uh, Charles. I've said this before. I think he's the most talented guy that I ever played with. Um, his ability to impact the game was unbelievable. And he for sure made me a better player going against him every day in practice. Uh, this the most savvy defensive player uh, that I've ever seen on the field. Um, incredible uh, ability to uh, diagnose routes in real time. Uh, fantastic at his disguise. You know, he's a guy who had uh, over 50 interceptions, over 20 sacks, um, uh, did it all from high the year to play the uh, defense. Player of the Year, uh, won a championship, uh, was a huge part of what we did uh, in 2010 and became a fantastic leader in the locker room. And uh, Tom just told me his stat. He had five interceptions his rookie year and five in his 18th year. Is that unbelievable? Um, uh, and, you know, a good friend, uh, but just a fantastic player. Uh, and Leroy um, didn't get to play with him. Uh, you know, I, I do want to clean that up. There's been times over the years where I meet fans and ask me things like, oh, did you play with the Reggie White? Or, uh, you know, did you play against Steve Young? And I say, hold on, I'm not that old. Like, those were guys I watched when I was younger. So I didn't play with Leroy, but uh, uh, I did. Uh, I was a big fan of his, and, and um, I do believe he's a Hall of Famer. Uh, you know, I, I, I talked about in some interviews on Tuesday what I thought was kind of um, – the standard to get in. And I think it's, it's being the top, you know, three to five of your position for an extended period of time. And Lee where it was, uh, which is evidenced by, you know, being a first team all decade uh, selection of the nineties, which uh, the nineties was a great time for the NFL. You know, I think it was a time where the NFL popularity really took off and we started passing up baseball after the strike and the NBA um, after, you know, the retirement of many of the great players from the eighties, uh, like uh, Larry Bird, Magic Johnson, Michael Jordan. Um, you know, I think the 90s was a really important time for the NFL and a lot of great players during that time. And I believe 21 of the 22 players from that first team all decade of the 90s are in the Hall of Fame. And the one missing is 36 for the Packers. So uh, I think this is uh, 
this is the year that he deserves to get in. It'd be awesome to have him get in with Charles. Um, uh, and, you know, I think, again, this, I think he has, I was looking at some stats, uh, over 35 interceptions and over 15 sacks, which hadn't been done by any player uh, in his era. So I think the numbers speak for themselves. The selection speaks for themselves. His play speaks for itself. And uh, it'd be great to see him get in. So there you go, Aaron Rodgers. We'll hear more from him coming up a little bit later on in the program. But uh, let's do this. We'll step away. We'll take a quick break. Uh, not a bad start to the basketball season. We'll get into that discussion as well. Stay tuned. we got a lot more of the Bill Michael Show coming up. This portion of the program brought to you by our friends at Quick Trip. Stop into your local Quick Trip, and they have those take, heat, and eat meals. You may not want one today. You may be sucking down leftovers. But when you got football coming up this weekend and you don't have the leftovers, you're going, man, I could still go for some of that stuffing and the mashed potatoes and the gravy. They've got it all. Stop into your local Quick Trip. Swipe your Quick Rewards card, and you are good to go. Check out our friends at Quick Trip. They have so much to offer. When you ask what's for dinner, you can say Quick Trip's got you covered. Stay tuned. More of the Bill Michael Show coming up right after this. Wisconsin-wide, the Bill Michaels Sports Talk Network. Now, a green and gold update brought to you by Concordia University, Wisconsin Veterans Services Department. Learn how to use your military benefits at cuw.edu slash veterans. In Green Bay, here's Mike Clemens. It's the Packers and Bears Sunday night here at Lambeau Field. Green Bay looking for their 100th victory over Chicago in the NFL's oldest rivalry. Expect Mitchell Trubisky to start at quarterback. Nick Foles missed practice yesterday with a hip injury that had him carted off the field in their last game. The Packers worked out half a dozen players, including defensive tackle Brian Price, who showed some promise as a rookie in Green Bay back in 2016. He went to the Cowboys and four other teams. The season is over, though, for Packers defensive lineman Montrevious Adams. Adams placed on the IR after re-aggravating a toe injury suffered during training camp. Packers nose tackle Kenny Clark. Oh, uh, man, he, he, was doing, he was doing really good this year. Every time he got on the field, you know, you see him flying to the ball. Uh, he was doing a lot of good things for and, you know, it's one of my closest friends on the team. So praying for him and I uh, just want him to get healthy. Packers head coach Matt LaFleur. I thought Mon did a lot of great things this year. His ability to endure and fight through and it's just unfortunate and somebody will miss. That's Matt LaFleur in Green Bay. I'm Mike Clemens on the Bill Michaels Show. Welcome back to the program. The Bill Michaels Show continues on. You heard the uh, the Mike Clemens report there. My Travis Adams placed in the IR. We found out about that on Wednesday. Third round draft choice coming out of Auburn. A guy that was billed as uh, next Warren Sapp, and he's been kind of banged up in, in his career. And at what point do you start looking at a guy going, you know what? You know, is that third round draft choice, man? 2017. Yeah, that 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 ain't that ain't happening. Uh, for the for the splash plays that you were looking forward to, it's yeah. I'm I, I don't know. Do you use the B word with Montrevious Adams at this point? You look in that direction, and I think uh, for a third round draft choice, you start to. You know, Oren Burks the same way. Inside linebacker hasn't really been producing. He's been a guy that is more often than not that's been banged up. 
you know, your next third round draft choice was Jay Sternberger. And uh, he is not overtaking Robert Tanyan. And after that, you've got Josiah DeGuara, who is done for the season. So your third-round draft choice is really not doing too much for you right now if you're the Green Bay Packers. 855-830-8648. Good stuff, though, that uh, that came over the weekend uh, when Wisconsin got an early win. 77-67, they ended up knocking off uh, Eastern Illinois at the Kohl Center on uh, Wednesday night. Not a bad way to go. Total. So uh, Reavers ended up dropping 18 on them. And it was the high score in the contest. You got uh, Demetric Trice. He uh, he came out with 11. Six of eight from the charity stripe. They didn't shoot great, though. They were only seven of 23 from beyond the arc for uh, as a team. But, uh, but not a bad way to go. Get your first one. Good stuff there. Meanwhile, you've got a team like uh, Marquette who uh, just drilled Arkansas Pine Bluff 99-57 in that contest. So they ended up getting an early win as well. So Marquette gets off to a a fast start. So good for Marquette. Uh, Garcia comes up with 19. He was your leading scorer, and and Kane uh, dropped 16 on him. And when you talk about beyond the three-point arc, they didn't shoot great either. Not bad, but 38.5%. Not a bad way to go. So you had some blowouts, I admit that. Man, you had that blowout. What was it, uh, Xavier? I was watching part of that game. Xavier beat Oakland. It was like 150. It was just, they just, it wasn't even a game. But uh, but Xavier got a win in the Big East. Villanova gets a win in the Big East. But they played Boston College. That wasn't a bad way to go for them. So, 855-830-864. Let's do this. Coming up in the next hour, Ryan Wood of the Green Bay Press, because that's going to kick things off. Bottom of the next hour. Kate Majuk, ballblastfootball.com, rotoworld.com, your fantasy football expert. We're going to talk with Kate. Get the hashtag AskKate. Start getting your questions in now for fantasy football coming up the remainder of the weekend. We've got more of the Bill Michael Show right after this. Listening to the Bill Michaels Sports Talk Network. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. <laughs> 